0: Alrighty. Hello. I got another episode for you. For you. I'm so weird. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, what's up? So I've been wanting to talk about something that I've been just constantly thinking about lately. And I was like, hey, let's talk about it in introverts talk Two. And when I say let's, I'm just talking about me and you because I don't really have anybody else on this podcast with me it's a solo podcast so when I say let's I just mean me um and I talk to myself like that but moving on I wanted to talk about and this is gonna sound I don't know if it's gonna sound okay I just want to talk about standing up for yourself right because I have trouble doing that I'm not talking about standing up for yourself for something like monumental right I'm just talking about like every day tiny thing standing up for yourself for and i like i said i really do have trouble doing that i i don't know why i don't know if it's my anxiety my social anxiety my introversion i we we will never know but i honestly i I just think it's a combination of all all of those right there um but that's why i think people have trouble standing up for themselves i think it's like a social anxiety thing and then not wanting to tarnish your reputation because you stood up for something and other people don't really like when people stand up for themselves. I mean, they may, if they're a good person, then if you stand up for yourself, they'll like it. But if, you know, you're telling somebody that, oh, you hurt my feelings or you, um, I don't like the way you did this and, or I'm worth more than this than how you're treating me, then people, a lot of people, I feel like, don't like that. Or that's just the impression that a lot of people have, that if I stand up for myself, they're gonna get mad at me. And they're not gonna look at me the same. They're not gonna trust me. And they're gonna think that I'm weak or I can't handle any criticism or something along those lines. I definitely 100% deal with that. Those thoughts, those annoying, intrusive thoughts, I deal with a lot of annoying, intrusive thoughts, Um, but that is one of them. So yeah, I was saying, I was thinking about that a lot lately because, you know, I'm at a point in my life where you need to stand up for yourself. Here's what I concluded about college. I mean, I can't really say concluded because I didn't finish, but I mean, I'm still in college, but I haven't graduated yet. College is partly about doing work and doing well and studying and making sure you're turning in your assignments on time, but it's also about standing up for yourself. It's about going to your professor if you feel like you received a grade that you don't deserve. When I say grades you don't deserve, I mean like a lower grade than what you think you deserved. It's about going to your professor and saying, hey, fill in the blank, I don't think I deserve this grade. Can I redo this? Or... Can we talk about why I got this grade? It's about going to the offices um, with your advisor. And if they're telling you, no, you can't take this class, say, well, guess what? I need to take this class. I want to take this class. And they might help you out. College is more about standing up for yourself than I thought. It's more about communication than I thought. You have to speak up if you want something, if you want to work on a project with a specific group, you need to speak up on it. If you want to be in a a specific club and you want to help them with something, you need to speak up on it because they're not going to just be like, hey, what do you have to say about this? Or, you know, something like that. You have to raise your hand and comment what you want to comment. When I say comment what you want to comment, I just mean speak up for yourself and what you're thinking. And I don't think you realize that when when you get into college, because in high school, teachers just call on you. They're like, hey, what do you think about this? Hey, what do you think about that? The guidance counselor's offices, they call you down when it's time to build your schedule for next semester. I'm talking about in high school. They're like, okay, so this is the classes that I think you need and blah, blah, blah. Which classes do you want from, which electives do you want from this category? Blah, blah, blah. That's one thing I think high school should prepare you for more is that It's not like high school teachers are always like, oh, your professors aren't going to take anything from like they're not going to they don't they don't play around. They are serious. And honestly, I think college professors are way more laid back than high school teachers. But the one thing that high school teachers should really teach students is that you need to speak up for yourself and you need to stand up for yourself in college if you want to succeed and get somewhere. Because that's like one of the main that's one of the main things of college. Because I guess colleges don't want to send you out in the real world and you can't speak up for yourself. But high school teachers are over here just telling you that, hey, college professors don't play. They're not gonna let you turn in an assignment a week late because you missed it. Well, guess what? You're wrong. Anybody that is has not started college yet, if you're listening to this, college professors will let you turn an assignment a week late. You just have to email them. Nicely and be like, excuse me, I'm sorry, I missed this assignment. They may or may not let you take it, but most of the time when I've emailed a professor that I've missed an assignment by mistake and I, you know, had a lot on my plate, they will literally open the assignment back up for like three days. They'll be like, hey, I'll give you till next week to, you know, finish this assignment. Like, okay. It's really all about standing up for yourself. And that's something that no one tells you. I guess they don't want to tell you that because then you're going to like slack. But, you know, they're lenient, but they have to draw the line somewhere. You can't retake a test four or five times. That's ridiculous. But if you, I have a story for you. I took a college algebra class my second semester of college. This is something that you should not do. Do not sign up for college algebra at 830 a.m. It will not work, your brain will be off, and you might fail the class. Unless you're like a mathematician, but I am not a mathematician. I actually hate math, so what was the, what made me do that? I have no idea, but I tell you what, this class was not looking good. We are nearing the end of the semester, and I was like, ooh, this is not good. This is bad. This is actually really bad, but I was going to like his um study sessions in between classes like every like literally every day, every day that we had class, which was like Tuesdays and Thursdays, right? So I would go every time he had one and I still was not getting it. I ended up taking the final exam and failing it. <laughs> and then I went to him and he was like, if you want to retake the test, I went to him during his office hours and I was like, Hey, um, this ain't cool because if I fail the test, I fail the class and we can't do that. I can't have that happen. And he was like, all right, we could take the te- retake the test. I was like, cool, awesome. I retook the test. Did I pass it? No. <laughs> but point is, I stood up for myself and he allowed me to retake the test. I had to take the class again just to override that grade because I could not have one of those on my, all my like, resume, what is it called? Transcripts. Um, so I retook the class and got, I think, uh, a, <laughs> it was online. And I was like, oh, okay, well, <laughs> you never know. Maybe it was a teacher. But anyway, or the fact that it was at 8 30 a.m. Point is, stand up for yourself. That's one way you stand up for yourself in class. Email your teacher if you're unsure of why you got a grade. Email a teacher if you want to retake a test. Email your teacher or go to your teacher if you missed an assignment and you really want to take it. And you going up to the professor and telling them like, "Oh, I need to do this assignment. I totally forgot." It just shows them that you care about your grade and that you're not just, you know. They'll they'll help, they'll help you out. They'll work with you. Usually, they will work with you unless they're just, you know, really, really strict on their policies and whatever. But usually, they're pretty chill about it. So, for anyone that's going into college and didn't know that, just a little side note for you. Okay, so moving on to, like, another way that you should stand up for yourself. And this kind of ties into, like, the whole college thing. Every time I'm, like, talking on, like, this microphone, I just, like, my nose starts, like, getting stuffy and then I feel like, weird or whatever. I don't know. But if you hear me sounding more and more stuffy towards the end of the podcast episode, that is why. But here's another way. This kind of ties into college and college life, standing up for yourself, Um, and it starts with a story time of me joining a group, a club, organization, whatever. And I was making their graphics, right? When I say graphics, I mean posts like for Instagram, like, oh, this is where you do this. This is, we're going to have a a meeting here. Oh, this is when we're, whatever. There were some times where I had to make a graphic in really short amount of time. So I would quickly, I would throw a graphic together, send it to them and they'd be like, looks great. I'd post it but then there were other times where I would be I had a lot of time and a lot of I just had a lot of time to make the graphics so I would spend a little bit more time on it so I would you know throw in graphics I would you know go into like the app um the drawing app called procreate and I would like make you know this graphic that I thought looked so cool I would make the the words do funny things I would like you know throw in some of my own art not like my own art but like I would draw things in um and anytime that I would send those I feel like there were a lot more notes and a lot more uh can you fix this uh, I don't really like the color of the background oh can we do this that and honestly every time I got one of those comments I just got really really frustrated it's not that I can't take construct oh, I can't say this word constructive criticism because when you're in hi- in uh When you're in studio classes, they teach you how to take constructive criticism. Like, you have to learn how to take constructive criticism without getting, like, too sensitive about it. At the end of the class or at the end of each project, you have to stand in the front of the class and everybody gives you constructive criticism. Now, you're you're allowed to take the constructive criticism however you want, but usually your professor doesn't want you. It's not to make you feel bad and it's not to make you feel like your work is bad but it is just to help you understand that okay some person some people may like this about your thing but other people may not may not like the same exact thing so it's just whatever moving the, the point is i would get a lot of criticism on these little flyers that would i would make and it was really frustrating because i would spend so much time on them i would like i would literally spend a bit on these little flyers that I had to do and every time I would send it oh can you change this can you change that that is one thing that I really wish I stood up for myself more um for I'm pretty confident in my work and I'm pretty confident in the things that I do and I felt like sometimes they didn't understand how much hard work went into the original thing that I made. So for them to be like, oh, change this, change that, it was, it was, I took it, it was very hard. It was hard for me because it just took so much time and it was really frustrating. I just wish that I stood up for myself and said, hey, this took a lot of time and it may take more time if you keep asking me to change things, change very minor details. But me, I'm sitting over here, Like if I send this to them, if I tell them how I really feel about them telling me to change every little aspect of this flyer, they're not going to want me to do these anymore. They're not going to want me to help them out with these and they're not going to, they're not going to take me seriously because then again, it is their group. And I guess however they want these flyers, I have to do it. I have to change whatever it is that they don't like about these flyers Instead, I could have been like, hey, no, I think this looks really good. It'll look really good on your on your page because it syncs with the other colors, blah, blah, blah. I could have done that. Why did I not do that? Because I had all of those annoying, intrusive thoughts in the back of my mind telling me, oh, if I stood up for myself, then they're not going to want me to help them anymore. Or they're going to be offended that I'm offended and they're going to be like, oh, Kirsten's overreacting. And Kirsten doesn't know how to take constructive criticism. Um, so that's really one of the ways I wish I stood up for myself. If you're in an organization and, they're, and you feel like they're taking advantage of you or your talent or your time or um, anything that you hold close to you or um, anything, anything. It's important that you stand up for yourself and you create boundaries. Although you may want to help somebody and you want to make a good impression and you want them to like you, your you are you're more important than what they think about you. So if you feel like they're taking advantage of you, you you should really you should really say something and you should really set a boundary because they're just gonna keep doing it if they're not if if they don't know. A lot of people don't know that you might feel offended that they're making these comments. They don't know. And they don't understand. Like in my case, they didn't understand how much time it took for these things, for me to do these things. So I was offended if they didn't use something or if they didn't, um... If they continue, like one criticism, that's okay. I will quickly go and go in and change the graphic. I'll change the little piece that you don't want. But if you're constantly telling, if you want me to change the entire thing and basically start from start from scratch, um, that's frustrating. There was another incident somewhere else where somebody wanted me to draw a graphic for something else. This is something else. This is something different. But they asked me to draw a graphic for something else. It was for an event for a person. A person was coming, I think, to speak on some certain issues or whatever, and they wanted me to create a graphic for them. So I was like, sure. So I started on the graphic and they said, maybe you can draw the person instead of just using the images. I was like, okay, cool. Drew the person and I sent it to the to the person that wanted it. And she was like, uh, I don't really know. I think it looks cool, but I sent it to somebody else and they said they weren't sure. We weren't sure. What do you mean? This just took me like three hours to draw. What are you talking about? I didn't say that, but that's what I'm saying in my head. And I was like, I know she's not going to, I know she's not going to like not use this because that's going to be really frustrating. So I fixed whatever they wanted me to fix. Sent it over again waited a couple days, and she got back to me, and she said, you know what, we're not gonna use this, <laughs> oh my gosh, and I know that's something I, 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 as an artist, should get used to, um, because I know I'm not entitled to just have all of my, like, if, if I sent in work for for anything, an event, an exhibit, whatever, and it's not used, I shouldn't feel upset about it, I shouldn't, like, really get too offended, because you never know, it might not have fit, the person might not have liked it, blah blah blah. You just never know because art is subjective, just saying. So that is one thing I wish I stood up for. Like not the fact that you I wanted them to use my work, not that I, I, I wanted them to just be like, no, I'm sorry, never mind, we'll use it. I didn't mean to, you know, whatever. Just more that, hey, this took me a lot of time. And do you understand that y- you literally wasted my time? so on my you wasted my time when i could have been working on my own art my work that i really do care about and i really do want you wasted my time and people just don't understand how long a lot of these projects take and i wish i stood up for myself in that situation i'm drinking some coffee and this is going to sound really basic but it's pumpkin spice it's that season and I love that season, and no one can take that away from me. <laughs> Stand up for yourself when it comes to what other people think. If people think pumpkin spice is basic, oh, well. Oh, well for them. Their loss. Pumpkin spice is delicious. I'm sorry if any of you guys don't like pumpkin spice and I offended you. Um, when I... Okay, last year before the semester started, I knew that I wanted to move down to campus. I knew I wanted to move to campus, right? I didn't want to necessarily live on campus because of all the rules. I didn't want to share my room with somebody. I didn't want to dorm with, you know, whatever. So I was like, okay, I think I want to move down there but there were other options you could live in off-campus student housing which means that basically you're living in a basically an apartment where you're paying rent but it's with other students you get your own room and bath but you share the common area which consists of like the living room the kitchen and the laundry room which makes sense makes total sense I was like all right that's a good compromise. I will take that. So I did. When I moved in, I didn't know who my roommates were going to be. I didn't know if they had lived there for a while already. I didn't know if they were moving in when I was moving in. So I just didn't know. When I got there, it the place looked lived in. When I say lived in, I just mean it looked like they've been occupying the place for a bit. So I was like, okay, so they must have been here already. When I met them they were super nice to me. Super nice. They invited me to go out to dinner one night. They invited me to games. They were super nice. Now, being nice and being respectful are two different things. They were not respectful of being clean. Um, you're sharing a common area with people with other people. And I know college students probably don't understand cleanliness as much as an adult, a full-grown adult does. Um, but two of the roommates moved out, right? And at this point, we had already had a dog. We had a dog, all right? It wasn't my dog. It was one of the roommate's dogs that I had to tolerate. I didn't know about it when I moved in. Um, so I, I, and I and I'm not the biggest dog person, okay? I said it. I'm sorry, all right? I'm just not. I've never had a dog. I've never lived with a dog. I, I'm i just not the biggest dog person, okay? But I felt as though like if she took care of her dog and if she's, you know, good with her dog, if she's clean with her dog, perfectly fine, not a problem, you know? I'll, I'll, I will live amongst a dog, but will I get a dog? Very unlikely. Um, anyway, Two of the roommates moved in. We have, including me, including myself, there was four roommates, right? So there was me and three other girls. And we each had our own room, our own space or whatever. But then two of them moved out. Not the one with the dog that we had already. Two of them moved out, so we had to get two more roommates. One of them moved in. She was very nice. And another one moved in, but she had a husky. So now we have two dogs living in this not so big apartment. <laughs> one was a chihuahua and one was a husky. Now, if you watch me on if you watch like my TikToks and stuff, if you watch like my art TikTok and my um personal TikTok, whatever, you know that I I go to UCF. It was in my bio. I don't know if it's still. I'm pretty sure I took it out of my bio, but you see me wearing UCF hoodies. Okay, I wear UCF hoodies. Um, I don't know if I should have said that. <laughs> so UCF is in Florida. And Florida's hot. And Huskies have a lot of fur, right? So the Husky's gonna shed. The Husky shed a lot, is what I'm saying. The Chihuahua didn't really like the presence of the Husky, in my opinion, from what I observed So the chihuahua was going crazy, barking, like absolute madness. Anytime someone breathed, anytime someone climbed out of bed, the chihuahua barked. The husky was quiet, but it shed, like absolute craziness. So I feel like it's important to really respect people's wishes if you're living amongst them. Um this person told me that she was going to take care of her dog. She's good at taking care of her dog, blah, blah, blah. But her actions did not reflect that at all. There was always fur everywhere. The Chihuahua peed. I'm sorry, before I get into this, just let you know, this is kind of gross. The Chihuahua used a pee pad at the front door, inside the house, but at the front door, And it used that, she used that instead of walking the dog. She barely walked the dog. I know she barely walked the dog because there was urine on it every time. There was urine and feces on the pee pad every time I walked past it, almost every time, I'll say. And that's not right. You can't leave a urine doggy pad, a urine-filled doggy pad on the floor in the common area, near the kitchen, near the living room, near the dining area, for four days straight that's disgusting that is absolutely disgusting I can't tell you how disgusted I was absolute madness it was disgusting I just felt like that was that was the number one thing that was like these people do not respect me or like my cleanliness like I'm not the listen I'm not the cleanest person I'm not I'm I'm messy, but my messy was in my space. My messy was in my room and I did not let it spill out of my room, right? And I think there's a difference between messy and dirty. All right, I was messy, but I don't think I practiced dirty things. That is dirty. That is dirty and disgusting. Anyway, my point is I wish before it got to a point where I didn't even want to go in the house after a long day at work, after a long day at school. It got to that point that I then said, and this was almost at the end of my lease, that I then said, excuse me, I texted them, hey, y'all, I wanted to say this for a while, but this is disgusting. This is getting really out of hand. There's fur everywhere. Every time I wash my clothes, there's fur on my clothes. Every time I make a meal there's fur in my food there's fur in my closet how does fur get in my closet the pee pad smells it stinks please clean it up i wish i i didn't it didn't have to take me so long to do that i wish i i can say i did stand up for myself at that point but my request was basically ignored. I mean, they cleaned up that one time, but it was, it got to a point where it was unlivable. I stopped cooking, so I was eating out a lot more, because who wants to cook an entire meal and then have food, have fur from a dog that's not yours in that meal? Who wants to Wash their clothes and then anytime they put a shirt on there was fur on their clothes who wants to walk past who wants to come off Of a long hard shift at work, right? Walk in and the first thing that you see is a glob of feces on a pee pad Who wants to see that even if it's your own dog? I feel like That's disgusting So they were very inconsiderate of that and I wish I had stood up for myself because it got to a point, like I said, where I didn't even want to go in the house, and I wish it didn't get to a point where I felt so uncomfortable that I didn't even want to be there. I was spending more of my time. I was driving home any possible chance that I could get just so that I can experience a bit of comfort. I stopped washing my clothes there. I would drive home anytime I need to wash my clothes, which wasn't too far away. Thankfully, it wasn't too far away. It was less than two hours, but... I would drive home anytime I needed to wash my clothes because I I, I could not wash my clothes there. It was disgusting, and they didn't care. They did not care. Of course they didn't care. If I didn't if I didn't make it known to them, they're they're not gonna care. And I still made it known to them, and they still didn't care. But it's the point is, at least I I I said something about it, and at least I, I made them aware that I was uncomfortable. Um, Did I wish I stood up for myself further? Yes. I wish I stood up for myself more when it came to that. I wish I told them I can't live like this. This is, I I don't know. But I felt like if I did that, they would hate me. Something worse could happen. Um, They they would talk about me to other people. I don't know. It was like literally a a long list of things that I thought, thought that they could possibly do that I didn't want them to do. Um, so I kind of just kept it to myself, tried to live with it. And as soon as I could have got out of there, I did. And it was extremely, um, it was very frustrating because you're paying all this money to be more comfortable. And then you, and when I say paying all this money to be more comfortable, I just mean paying all this money to have your own room and bath outside of campus, near campus. But then you're actually m- probably more uncomfortable. It was very frustrating. So I wish I stood up for myself. More when it came to that, some people they will literally drive you insane. You should stand up for anything that you believe in. And I'm in this podcast, this episode is more talking about, like I said, standing up for yourself, day to day situations, not like standing up for what you believe in, like you know, your beliefs and your like nothing like that, just like literally day to day life things. <laughs> Don't just take people's crap because, you know, you're just trying to make it pass faster. Like, you're trying to, like, get over it fast, you know, make the situation go away. So, you just take whatever. It's important because then you won't be happy. Then you'll be, like, frustrated with yourself. So, it's important that you really stand up for yourself and what you think is right in this situation if you feel like you got something that you didn't deserve, stand up for yourself. If you feel like people are being really inconsiderate of you, like of something that you share, like your space, stand up for yourself because at the end of the day, you're gonna have to share that space. And this is something that I'm working on myself. Here's another thing, and this is more minor. If you're at Starbucks, right, and you order a drink, you order a hot coffee, actually, you order a iced coffee, and you're watching them make your iced coffee, and you see them putting whipped cream on this iced coffee that you don't want whipped cream on. Are you going to sit there and watch, or are you going to stand up for yourself and be like, hey, excuse me, I don't actually want whipped cream on there. I did that one time, and the barista gave me a huge attitude. Like, she literally almost threw my cup at me. I was I was flabbergasted. Um, I was like, oh my gosh, but whatever. She could have been having a bad day, and i was the straw that broke the camel's back (laughs) but who knows don't be mean to people either like workers that are working even if they're giving you an attitude there's probably a reason they're giving you an attitude they're probably having a really bad day unless they're being a total jerk like don't like you know stand up for yourself if they're being a total jerk anyway this is what happens when i talk too long if you're at a restaurant and the food is not to your liking, are you gonna just sit there and cry about it or are you gonna say something about it? Hey, this steak, I asked for medium and this is well done. Are you gonna say something or are you just gonna like just eat the well done steak? That's up to you. If a police officer pulls you over and say, I saw you speeding on Main Street, but you knew you never drove down Main Street. There was just a car that looked like yours on Main Street that was speeding, but it wasn't you. Are you gonna take the ticket or are you gonna tell the man that you weren't on Main Street? That's up for you. That's up for you to debate with yourself. But I digress and I am done with my podcast episode for today. Thanks so much for listening to the Introverts Talk To podcast. This episode was fun to talk about because it's fun to talk about things that you're passionate about. I am an introvert, but as soon as there's something interesting to talk about, I'm all for it. Let's go. Let's talk. <laughs> so anyway, I digress. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to follow me on TikTok, where I post more often, that is dot Kirsten H. My name is spelled K-I-E-R-S-T-E-N. So it's dot Kirsten H. Um, and then if you want to follow my art account, where I post my art, it's Kirsten Arts on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. I would love if you follow those accounts. That would be so helpful for me as an artist and for me as a creator. I'm trying to create and create content and put that out there, but that's all I have for you today, thank you for listening, hope to have you back in the next episode, and I am done, goodbye.